told you what the doctor say to you when you saw oh, him the doctor said just stay off it um do some exercises and should get better but so don't anyone tell the doctor okay <laughs> yeah and then i just played soccer and there's no pain it was fine come on how amazing is that well done buddy good job three goals come on well done, young man. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And um, we had an amazing men's breakfast yesterday. A gentleman was there who had a chronic... Well, there were several guys who got really, really great healings and were set free. One gentleman, I'm not sure if he's here this morning. I have it later. He might be coming tonight. He had a, he had a chronic back condition that he's had for decades. And uh, I, you know, crippling pain, couldn't bend over, couldn't do a whole bunch of things. And God completely set his back free. He was holding back tears. Come on. Isn't God amazing? And I think, here's another miracle. I think we had four men give their hearts to the Lord in the men's meeting. And then we had the women's meeting and they wouldn't let me go to that. My wife was at that and she preached an absolute storm who, is there any of the ladies who were here? How was that? Can you tell me? Was it good? It was great. It was life-changing. How you can take control of your destiny, take control of your children's lives, stop the enemy, just be the super mum in prayer, and you wait and see what happens. Amazing. Praying mums. How many, how many great evangelists or men of God or people who've been saved out of all kinds of amazing situations Take it right back to a praying mother. It, you just hear it over and over and over again. Mums, you've got such a, a fantastic opportunity to shape generations. You know, your children is not just your children. It's your children's 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 children. You're, you're, yeah, you're, you're setting up a legacy that will just go on and on and on. And it will go from glory to glory, what they 
there's that old saying, it's probably not a scripture, but it's kind of, it, it kind of rings, that what, what runs in the, walks in the fathers, runs in the children, amen? It's like a sowing and reaping. You always harvest more seeds than what you sow. There's increase. And, and as you devote your life and devote time, and you see, we're, we're, we're praying when we pray for people, when we pray, like I've got a son as well and we pray for him lots and he's doing really well. He's down in Canberra in the military down there being tested and tried. Don't you like that? And, um, and, he's, and he's coming through, praise the Lord, and, and he's got um, a great future ahead of him there. But, you know, it's testing him and, we're, and our hand, we can't do anything to help him, but we can. See, what the devil would love you and I to feel is that we are completely helpless. All this chaos is raging around us and our head and there's nothing we can do but just to wade out the storm and hope it doesn't get any worse. That's how the enemy wants to get Christians exactly into that situation. Here this morning, you can have full control over every situation that takes place in your world. You don't have to be a victim or, a, or you don't have to be someone who's tossed to and fro by all the different winds and stuff that come against you. Sure, stuff comes against us and things will catch us off guard, but you can just go straight to prayer and you say, devil, you're not ha- I'm having the last laugh on this. You know what we sang in that song. We know how it ends. And um, you can take authority over the things that, that's coming against you and you can see things change, especially in your children's lives. It is amazing. If you get a chance, talk to my wife afterwards. If you're struggling with that, just tap her on the shoulder and she'll pray with you. Because um, God has really given her a word about all of that. I'm so happy to be in church. Don't you love being in church on a Sunday? Amen. Keep me safe, O oh Lord, for in you... I find refuge. Refuge. I said to the Lord, you are my Lord, Psalm 16. Apart from you, I have no good thing. As for the saints who are in the land, they are the glorious ones, in whom is all my delight. There's nothing more refreshing than getting together with brothers and sisters in Christ. Just to sit here in this room, it's like a piece of heaven all the world's going crazy out there, but in here, God's present. And he's, he's sitting on the praises of his people. When that song went to that quiet mode where everyone was just singing, there was just vocals, you could just feel the smile of God as his people were reaching out to him with their hands raised, with voices and hearts of thanksgiving, even in the midst of trials, and God is right there. He loves the church. In, um, I'm just going to kick off here. The way we're going to run these meetings today, we just, we just had one this morning. What about that lady who got healed? That was, that was Micah's mum. Where's Micah? Come and tell us about your mum. She's not here. She's gone home because she's rejoicing. You couldn't, we couldn't get her to stay because she just wanted to go and do cartwheels or something, I think. Where's, give him a microphone. Just tell us about your mum's, you, you know her and what she yeah. was facing. That's my mother-in-law. So your mother-in-law. Mom, but um, yeah, she's always complained about knee pain every time she sort of gets in and out of the car. 
Wow. So it didn't seem like she had much knee pain when she was running around <laughs> this morning. So we couldn't really stop her. See. She was actually starting to, to get puffed. <laughs> <laughs> and she's running backwards and forth. And, and she just was like blown away by the goodness of God. Isn't God amazing? Come on, let's give him some glory. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Jesus in Luke chapter 13, verse 10 to 13. The Bible says, On a Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues. Imagine that. The synagogue rulers didn't like Jesus, but they'd let him come and teach because their numbers would blow out whenever Jesus was there. So it was good for the offerings. It was, it was good for, you know, oh, wow, this is doing pretty good. Look at all the cars parked out in front of you, you know. They, they, that's the only reason why they let him preach, is because the crowds wanted to hear from him. But isn't it interesting, on the Sabbath, where would you find Jesus? On a Sunday, or a Saturday as it was back then, but where would you find him? In the church. Now, if we, if we want to be kind of Christ-like, if we want to make Jesus our example our role model, the person that we want to be like, where's that, what's that mean for us? Where are we going to find ourselves on a Sunday? I'm telling you, I've said this a few times this weekend, I haven't said this for a long time actually, but every good thing for me that ever happened in my life, all the significant milestones and the, even our ministry that God's called us into, all these things, my wife, I met my wife on one Sunday morning. She came to check out our church that we'd pioneered. And um, I was singing, praise the Lord. <laughs> that was back in the days where the songs were a lot easier to sing back then. Amen. Who can, who can relate? Who's, who's with me now? Yeah, yeah, there they are. And, um, but God was there. You know, God doesn't necessarily need skill all he needs is a bit of willingness and um, someone who's prepared to have a shot at it and someone who's desperate and, and whoever's there, whatever your hand finds to do, the Bible says, do it with all your might. I might talk about that again in a minute. Anyway, so I gave her a pastoral visit. <laughs> I got her phone number. She was a visitor. My, I, was on, I was the assistant pastor of that church and um, so I thought, well, I need to just follow this lady up, make sure that she's okay, make sure that she felt okay about the church, and see if she might want to come back, praise God. Anyway, she came back, she made me toasted sandwiches for lunch, and, um, and then we started to share Bibles in church. Then, then I knew something was happening, we'd both share the same Bible, and the preacher was preaching, and things like that. Then she joined our music team, and then I was sitting outside with her in her car. Everybody's very attentive right now, aren't you? <laughs> I'm sitting outside after a night service in her car. I think just about everyone else had left and we're just chatting, sitting in the front. And I said, um, I said, we need to talk about us. And she thought, uh-oh. <laughs> and we just started the most amazing friendship. And we've been married for 23 years now. Come on. Isn't God good? 
And I got to marriage is such marriage is such oh don't get me started marriage is such an amazing thing it gets better as time goes by it literally does you just talk to your pastor they're like a couple of teenagers him and his wife amen okay Jesus was in the synagogue so that's where we would be if we want to be like Jesus and then the Bible says and a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit not by arthritis, not by um, one girl was down the front here today. She had um, um, fibromyalgia, not by fibromyalgia. Those things, which are probably all the same thing, but by a spirit. We had a girl, we just went out for dinner last night with your pastors in a, in a restaurant in town here. And one of the young ladies, the pastor knew her and he called her over and we were chatting and she says, oh, I need prayer. And I said, well, let's pray for you right now. And she had this pain all through her back and all through her legs. It was all over. It was like that fibromyalgia-type pain. It was an autoimmune kind of thing. And the doctors had given it a, some sort of a name that I couldn't even say, never heard of it before. And I said, God's going to set you free. And as I prayed for her, she had her hands on her chest. I had my hands on her. And I said, I'm going to pray for you right now and you can get rid of this stress because you're stressed right there's all this worry and stress and turmoil that's in your life. And as I started to pray, her chest popped. I felt it pop. And she looked at me and she says, I felt that as well. And then I prayed for her, just for her condition all over. And she, she walked back and she couldn't go too much because we we're in a, in a restaurant, you know. We didn't want to be totally out of the place. And there was this party going on. And there was people drinking out of a yard glass and singing pub songs. And, oh, mate, the place was a... Was a circus and um especially after we were there <laughs> anyway she's gone there's no more pain she's 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 amazed there's no more pain and then half an hour later she came back to her table and she says man i i, I feel so much light she said i want to go for a run i feel like i need to go outside and just run around i feel so good see god will god will move anywhere but especially Especially, that woman in the Bible, she was in church. A woman was there. If that woman who'd been crippled by the Spirit for 18 long years, the Bible says, if she would have stayed at home that particular day because her back was hurting a bit more than usual or because she just got discouraged, what would have happened when Jesus came to that church? I'm telling you, nothing would have happened. Because the Bible said, when Jesus saw her, God sees everybody all the time, but I'm telling you, on that day, if that lady wasn't there, Jesus would not have seen her. And it's the same for us. I, I have to pray regularly on our prayer team at church, on the altar, at the close, when people come forward for ministry, and there's a team of us who pray and there for a while, when it was my week on, on the night services, there's this one guy who used to come randomly. He's a funny guy. God bless him. But he'd always be up on the altar for prayer. Oh, I need this. I need that. And it was never really kind of anything you could... Kind of, I don't know, a bit strange. And, um, but he wasn't always there. He would be in our church one week. He would be in Dayspring Church the next. 
He'd be in Hillsong Church the week after that. And then after that, he'd go to church up in the bush, somewhere up in the hills, which I'd never even heard of. Might have been a bit strange, I don't know. But he was all over the place. And he came to that church there the next time, wanting prayer. And I said, look, I said, if you want prayer from here, you need to come here. If you want prayer from there, go there. But make a choice. I said, you jump around so much. I said this to him. I said, I thought, man, you, I need to give him a shake, right? Sometimes everyone got your children and give them a shake every now and then. Parents, yeah? Anyway. No, that's probably illegal, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, I said, give him a shake. I said, look, I said, you hop around so much. I said, God doesn't even know where you are half the time. I said, you come here and, and the Holy Ghost is at Dayspring, he wants to bless you there, and you're here instead. And I said, the next week, um, you, you go to some other church, and then he's here. I said, man, you just need to get planted in one church, and you need to show up. Here's how you know if you're planted. Anybody ever traveled and gone to motels and stuff? It's so cool going, who enjoys going to a motel? Yeah, it's just so nice. Everything's done. It's like you get there, king-size bed, and the telly, it's right there where you can see it, and, and um, the room service, and it's just a, a, let's just check out the bathrooms. Oh, wow, they're flash, and, you know, it's just really, really nice. Uh, it is, it's so relaxing. But it's different living in a motel to what it's like living in a home. When you're at home, you've got to take out the rubbish. Men, give me a wave. Amen. If, if you, that's your job. There's all these, you've got, to do the, you've got to do the washing up. You've got to cut the grass. You've got to fix things when they break. Oh, we were in a motel one time, and I walked in the shower, and there was no shower there. Where is this going to work? The out of the wall was completely gone. They, they'd, well, they'd refurbished the room and forgot to do that bit, so then they had to change those rooms. But if that was at home, I would have had to fix that. You see, being in churches like that, if you're like the, the pot-type Christian who just comes around with his own little bit of soil and, yeah, I'm, yeah and then I'll be in, I'll, and I might come or I might, but it just depends on what's on telly. Or, you know, you're, you're kind of, the church is like a motel. And that's cool, and that's here. We want it to be like that for people as they're first coming in, so that they can feel relaxed and cared for and looked after and made welcome. But after a while, it's got to become your home, where you think, oh, I need to help out around here, you know? What can I do? Pastor, is there anything that you need me to do? And um, I'll be here next week for sure. And you turn up. This woman, Jesus would not have seen her. Now, I want to tell every person who's here this morning, God sees you, just like he saw this woman. This woman probably didn't know whether she was going to get healed or not. She was just sitting there, probably thinking, you know, life sucks, everything's going bad, what, is this ever going to change? And all of a sudden, Jesus saw her and he said, you, dear lady, come. All of a sudden, hope was poured into her, as she made her home in the house of God. 
as I said before, every significant milestone for me that's ever happened in my life has happened right here in church. So I want to congratulate all of you who've turned out today. Now tonight we're going to have a meeting just like this except it's going to go longer and we're going to pray for like full bore. We're going to take no limits on how long we can tarry in the Holy Spirit and um, we're going to pray for people to be baptised in the Holy Spirit. People are going to get filled with the Holy Spirit and literally on fire for God. I'm going to teach tonight about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. I'm going to teach about the fire. The Bible says you'll be baptised with the Holy Ghost with fire. There's a whole theology, if you like, about the fire of God. It gets on you and you're a different kind of a person. It's like you're supercharged. You just can't sit still. That you're, you're, you're not driven in a negative way, but you are just empowered to be able to do things and you're filled with an enthusiasm enthusiasm's got the word theos which is the word for god you you've got this god charge on the inside of you that makes you you can't sit still you're like jeremiah where the it's like the fire the word of a fire that's shut up in his bones he's waiting to release it he gets amongst a bunch of christians like this and he can't he gets he wants to on the sick. He wants to see people set free. You can have that on your life tonight. And tonight is, is, is this morning as well, but tonight is an outreach meeting. So bring your friends. Even if they've never been to church before, they will see the power of God and it will make sense to them. Explain everything as it happens. No surprise that we don't say, well, this is what the Bible says and this is how God works and he loves you. And they feel it. They mightn't understand everything, but they feel it. We had the love of God poured out in here just in this last meeting this morning as people's emotions and tears were coming as they gave their hearts to the Lord and hearts were changed and set free and delivered. And all this is here tonight. People out there. So if you've got people in your world, just, just look them in the eye and say, I want you to come with me. That friend, that rello, that neighbour, the guy down the road who you've got a good relationship with, bring him along and say to him, I'll sit down the back with you. You can go anytime you like. No one's going to force you to do anything. Just come and we'll sit in the back and let's see what God's like. Is that cool? Can we do that? Can we just think who we might have? Praise the Lord. So this woman was crippled. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, woman, you are set free of your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her. Why? Because the Bible says, you'll lay your hands on the sick and they shall recover. There's something that happens. That lady in the restaurant, we laid hands upon her and there's a transfer. The Bible says, we'll teach more about this tonight, that the spirit they saw, that the spirit of God was given at the laying on of hands. The Holy Spirit is like an energy, like a force, but he's a person. He touches emotions. A force won't touch your emotions. A force won't minister things like love into your life, acceptance. But the Holy Spirit is all of those. He's like a power, like an electricity. Jesus said when the woman with, when she touched him, he didn't know anyone had touched him, but 
He felt power going out of him. If it was today, he might have said, I felt like electricity was going out of me. But they hadn't invented electricity back then. So they just called it power. Amen? That's how it works. So here today, we're going to pray for the sick. But tonight, we're going to pray for the sick until the cows come home if we have to and get every person healed. Amen? No one's going to leave without being healed tonight. But if you've got pain in your body here today, while there's still time, I want you to come and sit somewhere in this front row so I know who you are so you can be prayed for. So you can just start to make your way. If you're here today and you want prayer for breakthrough, particularly for pain in your body, just come and make your way to the front here and we will pray for you. Then he put his hands on her, the Bible says, and immediately, can I have my keyboard girl, please? Thank you. Give this lady a big, doesn't she do amazing job? Wasn't the music team good? Then he put his hands on her and immediately, immediately she straightened up. You know, when I first met Christ, my life straightened up immediately. When, when I encountered, if you need prayer, just come. Make your way down to the front here. I want to pray for you. If you've got sickness in your body, just come. Immediately. My, my life immediately straightened up. As soon as I received Christ, as soon as I became born again, I'm telling you, everything changed my life that was crooked areas that were in bondage areas that were were out of order that were heading in the wrong direction God made everything new the scripture says if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation old things have gone all things have made new and this is from God who reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry through Christ of reconciliation. All this is from God. I'm telling you, all this, this is God's way. All the healing is from God. All the deliverance is from God. All the freedom comes from him. The joy and liberty comes from him. And there's nothing that can compare the Bible says my soul will be satisfied as with the richest of food with singing lips my heart will praise you I remember you I think of you for, through the watches of the night because you are my help I sing in the shadow of your wing my soul clings to you your right hand upholds me I'm telling you every answer for every problem type of comfort you could ever want every solution for every challenge that you're faced with in life right here right now is found only in the arms of the heavenly father here today and as each of us wherever we're at on our walk with God my pastor he's got a saying we're not here to judge here to celebrate say amen I like that and wherever you're at here in this meeting today, I'm telling you, God has got the most incredible future that is mapped out, that is customized, that is perfect for you. Why? Because he made you. The Bible says he knitted you together in your mother's womb. 
He, he, all the days, all the days in for you were written in his book before one of them come to pass. And as we, as we surrender, as we settle in to the arms of God, as we open our heart to Christ, as we go in than we've ever been before, we begin to start to, to, to measure the purposes of God in our life. We begin to, it's like that SO game, you know, um, battleships. Remember that? You'd get the coordinates and you go B1. Ah, or B2. Oh, hit. Oh, beauty. I know I'm onto it now. B3, hit. B4, hit. B, ah, boom, got him. When you, when you come to Christ, when you open your heart to him, it's like you, you, you find the coordinates for your life for success where you hit the mark. Things just work. Instead of looking, searching for that and hitting coordinates where it's just there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing. All of us goes from that to, to success, to success, to victory, to victory, to overcoming, to joy, to good things that God has for our lives. My soul. Everybody's soul wants to be satisfied. This lady, her soul wanted to be satisfied. She was bent over for 18 years, but I wonder how many years was she depressed for in her soul? Was she downcast on the inside? Was she stuck in her emotions? My soul will be satisfied. Amen. With the richest of food. You know what rich food is if you live in Griffith. Amen. It's crazy the food here. It's amazing. Amen. Let's pray. Let's begin to pray. Come. I'm going to pray for you. Can we have a chair put behind this lady? Do you like for? For your knee and your ankle. What'd you do to that? It's it, it's sore every single day. Just turn around like this. Behind, real close. That's it. We're going to pray. You ready? Don't you pray. All right. We're all just going to pray. You just relax. Because God loves you. There's the power of God coming all over you right now. I said right now. Father, now, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, I break family curses off of your life right now. I break every sickness that took to repeat itself. Set her free. 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 I drive this condition out of her knee. Is this the correct knee? Am I praying for the right knee? Yeah. Both knees. Father, right now. Come on, let's 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 reach out, people. Let's engage. Father, right now, releasing this pain, this infirmity, I break its power off this dear woman right now. Right now.
let's just hop up. Let's walk now. Would that normally hurt when you walk like this? Come this morning, it was hurting. Just go for a faster walk. Go faster. People need to walk right into their healing. You've got it, and you're not going to let go of it. You're not going to let anyone take it away from you because it's yours. It needs to settle. It needs to settle in your mind. Come tell me what's happening. What's it feel like? Sorry? It's good now. Wow. Can you do this? Yeah. <laughs> no pain. No pain now. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Could you feel something happening as yeah. I was praying? What did you feel? <laughs> what did it feel like as you were getting prayed for? I give thanks to God. Thanks to Jesus. Yeah. Amen. You could feel his peace coming yeah. all over. Yeah. Come on, give this lady a big hand. That's amazing. What a lovely lady. How long have you come to this church for? Yeah, maybe, it's, uh, maybe 10 years. Maybe 10 years. Come on. That's worth, that's a milestone right there. Give, give this lady a big hand. God bless you. You can grab your seat. If she wouldn't have come today, that wouldn't have happened. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Sir, come. What would you like prayer for? Glaucoma. Let's pray. Just relax. I had a lady at your church in St. Mary's in Sydney at the um, New Horizons Church a few years back. She had glaucoma, couldn't read a Bible prayed for her and then she walked out into the meeting grabbed her Bible came back opened it up and joy filled her face as she opened the scriptures and she began to read the Bible clearly with her glaucoma that she could never ever read the scriptures with God completely opened up her eyes and made them so normal that she could read the fine print in the Bible without any trouble at all. Hallelujah. There it is. I can feel the Holy Ghost going in. Father, right now, worry and stress comes off this man. 
worry and stress comes off his life. Don't worry about tomorrow. Do you know, do you know worry when the Bible says be anxious for nothing? It's not a suggestion, it's actually a command. You know when we're tempted to worry? Worry is a temptation. Just like other things might be temptations. Worry is a temptation. The devil tempts us to worry. And we have... can do that. We can't. The Bible says, cast your cares on him. For you, Father, right now. Just relax, sir. I'm casting your cares. You do it with me. Say, Jesus, right now, I cast all my cares. All of them. Over onto you. And I trust you, Jesus, that everything is going to work out just fine. <laughs> and you can laugh then. You can sleep. You can relax. You just get about whatever you want to do. You don't have to worry because he's got your worries. He took them on the cross. All of our burdens father right through never never holy spirit i release 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 your healing power right now right through in jesus name just walk over there go strong walk fast there's a faith walk and it doesn't go like this a faith walk goes like this amen yes rodney he knows what a faith walk back now test yourself can you look through your good eye and then compare them cover one look through the other it, it's still fuzzy right now 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 I want to spend some more time with you amen I'm going to need to spend a little bit of time I'll keep the meeting going. I'll come back to you and pray, all right? Amen. Father, right now. Stay in the front and I'll come back to you. Amen. Give this man a big hand. Touch God's Sir, you need prayer? Like prayer for? Crohn's disease. Turn around. And what's that? What are the symptoms of that? Makes you grow real tall. No. <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when it gets really bad, then you've got to have operations and all. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're not going there, eh? No. Take a step forward. I had a lady in our church who had this, who was completely set free. She couldn't... She wanted to have children, and she couldn't have children because of the Crohn's disease, because of all the irritation and whatever. And she was going to have to have that extra horrible medical procedure if things didn't change really quick and we prayed for her and all of her bleeding stopped all the swelling stopped all the soreness went away she went back to the doctor and he said you don't need anything you're going to be fine and within 12 months she'd had a child and her life's normal come on that was i forget how many years ago that was that young couple they're great people father right now touch of god's on this man don't worry don't worry reattaches us to things 
I preached about this to the men on Saturday, about Jonah being in the belly of the fish and everything's all around him. But he started to praise God. Why? Because the, the problem was on the outside of him. It was never on the inside. See, when we praise God and don't worry, the problem stays on the outside. No problem can ever take you out whilst it's on the outside of you. The only time problems can take us out is if we let them get on the inside. The way we get problems on the inside is through free and stress. So I've become overwhelmed when in jail, he's praising God. He's writing scriptures saying rejoice. On the outside, he's in jail. On the inside, he's as free as a bird. He's got no limits whatsoever on him, even though his body is in jail. Why? Because he never let it get on the inside. Him and Silas start to praise God in the midnight, at the darkest hour of the night, at the worst moment in the whole ordeal. Him and Silas are praising God. And all of a sudden, there's an earthquake. There's a deliverance. All the handcuffs fell off. All the feet fetters came off. He was on the most inner part of the jail. The jailer took them because he had special orders to the most inner part, to the deepest part of the dungeon, to the worst part of the circumstances. And then he's praising God. And then all of his chains fall off and an earthquake makes the jail fall apart and they walk out free. Why? Because he never let the problem get on the inside. I'm telling you, there may be a problem on the outside, but it's not on the inside. Not in your emotions. Father, right now, releasing this man. There it is. There's the power of God coming on you. Holy Spirit, right through. I'm lifting worry and stress. I break the words of the doctors. The addiction. Words. Doctors are good. They want to get you healed. But their words have got a power that gets on the inside that causes worry, causes stress. Father, right now, releasing every prediction, every diagnosis of this man in the name of Jesus, every stress out of his life right now. Just relax. There it is. There it is. I felt it. It's just popped. Father, out of his, his bowels right now. Come on, you spirit of infirmity, you irritation, every bit of bleeding. Come on, every bit of disease right now. I, there it is. It's just left you. I drive it out now. Aim of Jesus. Now, never, 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 ever the same. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit right through. Never the same. Hallelujah. Test your con. But throughout the day, in your body, will you come back tonight and let me know? Will you do that? Come on, give this man a big hand. I'm telling you, the power of God went. I don't know what you felt, but I'm that release off your life. God bless you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Sir, come. What would you like prayer for? Daily for three weeks. Well, that stop. Just relax. That's because of stress as well. That's because of stress as well. Don't don't pray. Don't pray. Think about ice cream. Amen.
Who's, who's thinking about ice cream right now? <laughs> Seriously, don't pray. You see, our mind... How are we going for time, Pastor? When are we, when are we, when are we closing? Sometime soon? All right. When some things, all right? It says, be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for some devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of trials. That's 1 Peter 5, 7. Now, controlled and alert. Our mind is like the gatekeeper of our soul. The way we exist, the way we guard ourselves, the way we the way we close the door to certain thoughts is by our mind. That's why um, young people, and maybe not even just young people, but older people too, that's why drugs and alcohol is such a, a, a dangerous way to live because when you go down that pathway of drugs and alcohol, what you're doing is you're, is you're disarming your mind. Your mind goes into Gaga land. So guess what? The enemy can come in and he can have reap all kinds of havoc in your life. They say that if marijuana isn't around, probably almost empty most of the psycho wards around the country. Not saying all of them, but there's a huge improvement in that whole area of mental health in society. Why? People, people go on these drugs and their mind is shut down. So the enemy is walking. It's like going on holidays and the front door wide open, hoping that no one comes in and burgles your place. Well, that's crazy. Who would do that? But yet people live their lives just like that because they don't know what the Word of God says. Mind can also, if it's preoccupied and if it's overly focused and if it's fixated, it can actually resist it, but resisting the well to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding because the way we connect the supernatural is through our heart it's not through our minds that's why we're going to do this tonight we can teach more on this that's why when people get the gift of the Holy Spirit the first thing they're able to do is to speak with other tongues which completely bypasses our mind people struggle to get to because they're, they're caught up in their mind. Their mind won't allow them to receive. And we're going to teach people that here tonight. And maybe, you're, maybe that's been your struggle. That was my struggle when I first got saved. My told me, no, this is not how it works. Do it. Amen. It's like, well, I don't speak it. Let me tell you how. I'm sorry. sorry. Let me find out from someone who knows. Amen. God bless him. Stop me because my mind closed way come for prayer if we're all kind of tipped up in our mind and resist the move of the Holy Spirit How does that make sense to everybody here this morning as far as drugs and all that sort of thing. touch of God right through never the same come on there it is. Come on, set his mind free. 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 Free.
three. Do you pray in, pray in the Holy Ghost, my friend? Yeah, good. Just just increase that in your life, because that's gonna that's gonna take the foot off the gas, so to speak, as far as your thought life goes. You're not going to be in the realm of thinking near as much. If you're an aeroplane pilot, or if you're an aircraft mechanic, or something like that, you need to. If you're a school teacher, you need to have a sharp mind. But there's times where your mind needs to needs to just be quiet. That's what the Bible means when it says, "Be still and know that I am God." Doesn't mean do nothing. It means. Just don't be freaked out about everything. Father, right now, be still. In the name of Jesus, Father, this head pain, spirit of head pain, I break your power. Now you look. Go quick. Go quick. Went poop. Come back. Come back. Come back. Did you have a headache? You were in here this morning? Uh, I got one. Yeah. Just, I mean, what, how's it feel right now? Um, yeah, no, it's, it's clearing itself. It's, um, it was a mild pain this morning. Right. Just turn um, around. Yeah. Yeah, so I've had a, a mild headache this morning. Um, yes. And it's, yeah, no, it's clearing. It's clearing. It's reduced. Father, right now, just relax. Father, more, more Holy Spirit. I release, release, release your healing power right through. These headaches will never, ever, ever, ever return. Just go for a strong walk over there and come back. Go fast. Why do people do that? Go for a walk. I think it just it's out of where we were. Amen. Jesus. Peter stepped out of the boat. He went into a different place. Tell me, how does it feel? I, I can't feel it at the moment. You can't feel it at the moment. You expect him to come back, are you? No. No, good, good. <laughs> come on, is that amazing? It is. That's amazing. God bless you. Give it and if you can. Let's give God glory. The Bible says if anyone doesn't say if anyone is in church, it's where God will see you. It's where you'll find your destiny. If you're a person, it's you're going to find your husband or your wife. It's the most amazing place. That's not a serious now. But it says if anyone is in Christ, you be in church. I was in church for 23 years in Christ. I knew about Christ. My head knew of him. I knew the Bible stories. I knew the catechism. I knew the Ten Commandments. I knew about the cross and Christmas and Easter and all those things. But my mind is not my heart. My mum is in the same church and she was and she was good at it. About 45 years of her life. And then one day. An evangelist came to our community and on the back of this meeting in a town called Jindra, which is just north of Barnsley, which is where I grew up, with a handful of people in it, at the close of the service, 
when most people had left the building, there was my mum, along with about half a dozen other people, down on the altar before this man of God, asking Christ to be her Lord and her Saviour. And if she was around, she would tell you this day that that was the day that Jesus went from my head to my heart. And I saw her, even though she's one of the most godly people you would ever meet, I saw her life transform from that day. And you might be here today and you may have never encountered the love of God, the grace of God, the work of the cross, being born again on the inside in your heart. It's great that you've got knowledge. It's great that you've got understanding. It's great that you've heard the word of God. But there comes a moment in time where that word of God, which is just a seed, Jesus said, sower sows the seed and it falls on different types of soil. And that seed is the word of God. And you might be here today, your heart might have the seed of the word. God, your mind's got the knowledge of the Word of God, but there comes a moment in time where that seed, which is the Word of God, germinates and becomes a living thing. And it's only at that moment that we become born again. I was 23 years old and I had that same seed of the Word of God in my heart laying there dormant for my entire life. And I came to a meeting just like this where the power of God was moving, where the anointing of the Holy Spirit was present because it was believed on and preached and taught and received. And that Holy Spirit, which Jesus likened again and again to water, rivers of living water, that Holy Spirit was poured into my heart at that very moment and that seed was watered and it germinated and my life was changed, never to be the same. Can we just bow our heads as we draw to a close here today? If you're here today and you've not become born again, you've, you've known about Jesus, but it, 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 it just hasn't, hasn't sunken into your heart. Or maybe you're here today and you've never been in anything like this and you've never had the opportunity to pray a prayer to receive Christ. In a moment, if that's you, I want you to put up your hand. If you want to become born again, I want you to put up your hand in just a moment. If you've walked away from God at some point in the past and today you're thinking, I need to come back. I need to get back close to Jesus all over again. Well, he wants you to come back. There's nothing stopping you from coming back today. It is completely your choice to come back to him. If that's you, I want you to put up your hand in just a moment as well. Or if you're not sure that you'd be in heaven when your life comes to an end, when, when you breathe last breath and you stand before God in heaven, you're not sure if you'd be in heaven. You're not sure if you'd make it. Well, I want you to put up your hand as well and I'm going to pray. So right across this room, if you need to become born again, you need to receive Christ for the first time. You want to come back to him or you just want to make sure right now, just shoot up your hand and I'll see it and I can pray with you. Who is that? Give me a wave if that's you here this morning. You need to receive Christ. God bless you. There's a hand up the back there. Who else is that? Young person, is it? Who? Are, God bless you in the back corner. God bless you over here to my right. Who else is there? There's others. I'm just going to wait a few seconds. If you need to receive Christ, you want to have him alive, you want to know that you're going to be in heaven, you're not sure. If that's you, just give me a wave. 
give me a wave. Is there anybody else here this morning? God bless you up the back. Well done. God bless you over there near the sound desk. Well done. Is there anyone else? Say, Jesus, I need you. Anyone else here this morning before we close? God bless you, young man. Well done. Very cool. Is there anyone else? Young people receiving Christ. I love this. God bless you. If you've put up your hand here, I want you just to stand up in your seat where you are right now. If you're people right now who put up your hand, just stand to your feet. Will you do that? Stand up where you are in your seat. Stand up. Stand up. Wow, because there's so many of you. I want you to come down the front here right now so I can pray with you. Would you step out of your seat and come down the front? And can we give them a big hand as they come? Come down here. That's it. Just line up and face me. Stand there and face toward me. God bless you guys. Come on, keep clapping. People of all ages. Amen. God bless you. All right, guys, just stand there together, but not too close. All right. Do you know this guy? Yeah? Good. Good. Is he your brother? No, just a mate. Yeah, cool. Hello. God bless you. Come and stand over here. We're going to say a prayer together. Heaven and the kingdom of God, all the things of God, are voice activated. You know, like those Google things, you can just talk and it'll talk back. Well, God is just like that. He says, if you cry out to me with all your heart, I will answer your prayers. I'm going to lead you in a prayer that invites Jesus to come into your life and makes him like the boss of your life. Who would like to have Jesus as a boss? He's a cool boss. Like, he's the coolest boss ever. Because he doesn't just boss you, he loves you. And he doesn't just love you, he looks after you and protects you and gives you power and strength and wisdom and the ability to succeed and changes circumstances around you, changes your heart, does all those things. So I'm going to say this prayer, and you can say it after me. And it invites Christ to come in and take over your life. You ready to do this with me? Yep, yep. All right, I want you to say it out loud, right? I'm going to say it out loud, so I want you to say it out loud, and everybody else is going to say it out loud with us, all right? Here we go. Dear Lord Jesus, right now, I open the door of my heart to you. I ask you to come in. I ask you to be my King and Lord, my Saviour and my friend. I give my life over to you. Thank you for dying on the cross so that I can be forgiven and for rising from the grave so that I can be born again. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing my prayer and giving me your gift of eternal life life. Amen. Stay right there. Give these people a big hand. Father, right now, there's a touch of God. You've had a sore back. God's just healed your back. I felt it. There it is. It's popping. He's setting you free. He's setting you free. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. Where's Jamie? Come and stand behind this girl. He loves you. He loves you. There's the touch of God. Power of God's on you. There it is. Your sins are forgiven. Amen. Praise the Lord right through.
touch of God. Touch of God is on you. There it is, Jesus in your heart right now. He's changing. He's looking after you. The things that you're worried and scared about, all you have to do is let Jesus take care of them. And the way we let Jesus take care of things is we just say this under our breath. We say, I trust you, Jesus, that everything's going to turn out just fine. That's all we have to say. Every time our mind starts to worry, we say, I thank you, Jesus. Everything's going to turn out just fine. And then I'm telling you, you're trusting in him. And he will go to work on your behalf. He's going to lead you and guide you and fill you with his knowledge. Amen. Touch of God's on this young man. Power of heaven's all over him. He's going to make him a good boy. Amen. For his mum and dad. That'd be cool. Yeah. He already is, I know. But he's going to, you know, he's just going to go from one good thing to the next. School is going to work well. Yeah. You wait and see. Father, right over this man. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I'm telling you, God's going to make life very exciting for you, young man. Yeah? He loves you. But you've got to listen to him. Right? There's some people that you're going to meet that are going in the wrong direction. Alright? You can't go with them. You've just got to remember this. And your mum and dad are going to help you because they know, alright? You mightn't think they do, but they really do. They know. And they're going to point out certain people to you and they're going to say, I don't want you going with those people because they're going in the wrong direction. You've got to promise me you'll listen to them, alright? But then there'll be other people your mum and dad say, see that guy? We should have him over for, for dinner. Let him stay the night. Go and hang out with him. Kick the footy with him, whatever it is. There'll be certain people that God has in your world that are going to be around you, that are going to lead you in a great thing. And you're going to be a blessing, young man. You're a good boy. Amen. Touch of God. Well done, guys. Isn't it amazing? Praise the Lord.